made a trade. This is with the St. Louis Blues, who have been recent trade partners with, with the Rangers. And the Rangers acquire Vladimir Tarasenko. He is the big name in this trade. And they also acquire Nico Mikola, a defenseman. Going to St. Louis, it's Sammy Blay going back to the Blues. And defensive prospect Hunter Skinner, who really I think amounts to be someone who's, I mean, at best could maybe, you know, play a bit in the NHL, but I think really projects to be more of an AHL type of guy. And then a conditional first-round pick in 2023 and a conditional fourth-round pick in 2024. So the conditions for the first-round pick, the 2023 first-round pick will be the later of the Rangers or the Dallas Stars pick. So that's a good thing in that sense. It, look, it sucks to get rid of a first-round pick for a, a rental, but, you know, that's just what had to be done. And so you, you figure, you know, the Rangers or Stars, that that pick that they're trading away here is probably going to be a late one. Again, whether that be the Rangers or the Stars, it's the Rangers will keep the better of the two. And look, that one might not really be all that early either. But that's a that condition is important. So it's a late first-round pick. And then for the other one, if the Rangers make the playoffs in 2023, which they're likely to, the fourth-round pick becomes a third. So really, in essence, that's a third-round pick, a 2024 third. So it's Tarasenko. And I should also mention 50% salary retention. So it'll cost the Rangers 3.75 on the cap for Tarasenko. For Mikola, one9 and then Sammy Blay, they get rid of his full $1.525 million. Hunter Skinner, a late 2023 first-round pick, either the Rangers or the Dallas Stars, the pick that they acquired in the Nils Lundqvist trade. And then what will, in all likelihood, be a 2024 third-round pick. So a lot to unpack here. And the good thing is, is that Chris Drury, again, addressing needs and you know spots that we've spoken about and areas that needed improvement. And Tarasenko now, he slots in probably, almost definitely on the same line as Artemi Panarin, who will be the left wing. And then the center, as of now, I would think would be Mika Zibanejad. That's the direction I would go. And now, look, could it be Trocek in the middle of Panarin and Tarasenko? Maybe. But I, but I think that it makes more sense to go with Panarin, Zibanejad, Tarasenko. And that could be a pretty lethal line. And, and as far as Tar Tarasenko goes... It's been a bit of a down year for him. There's been, you know, some injury issues. And St. Louis just hasn't been all that good. And so for Tarasenko this year, 38 games played, 10 goals, 19 assists, 29 points. A minus 18. But, you know, most of the St. Louis has minus players. Except, actually, uh, Nico Mikola, ironically. But last year, Tarasenko was very, very good. 75 games played, 34 goals, 48 assists, and 82 points. And in the playoffs... He, in 12 games, six goals, three assists, nine points. And this is someone that won a Stanley Cup. You can't underestimate that. Uh, we, we talk about Barkley Goodrow, who has Stanley Cup winning experience. Well, Tarasenko as well in 2019. Now, you know, Sammy Blay had much less of a role. Obviously, Tarasenko has been a cornerstone player for the St. Louis Blues. Tarasenko, in that 2019 run in 26 games, had 11 goals, six assists, and 17 points. This is a goal scorer and one that, you know, Obviously, this year has been a bit of – it hasn't been great. But look, 29 points in 38 games, the nutshell is not like horrendous by any means. He hasn't like dropped off a cliff. 
but you're hoping that he can get back to the level that he saw last year. Vladimir Tarasenko has always been a St. Louis Blue, and he was a first-round pick in 2010. Now, this was... I remember this. It's unfortunate. The Rangers drafted Dylan McElrath over Vladimir Tarasenko, which to this day just doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. And now he is finally a Ranger, but a long-time St. Louis Blue. Played 644 regular season games for the Blues, then also 90 games in the playoffs. So, and for him, he will return... Let me see the schedule. I don't believe the Rangers have played the the Blues yet, at least in St. Louis. So, yeah. So on April 6th, late in the season, assuming Tarasenko's healthy, he will make his return to St. Louis. So, you know, for him, I'm sure he's excited. He, he had wanted out of St. Louis. There, there was rumors... I think he requested a trade maybe last season or the season before that. And he lately for, you know, you look at his game logs recently, it's been some struggles. You know, it means nothing at all, but he actually performed pretty well in the All-Star game. Again, that, that means really next to nothing. But if he can get Panarin going, which I, I'm not 100% sold that it will, but if it can, that's very important. And, and it shouldn't take that. Panarin, you know, should, should be playing well on his own. But certainly these two are friends. And they should have good chemistry. They're more used to being opponents, especially when Panarin was in the same division when he was with the Blackhawks. But Tarasenko, key piece to add to that top six. The Rangers desperately needed a right wing. They have that. And what will be interesting now as well, does Tarasenko, will he be on the first power play unit? Will they take Vincent Trocek off that number one unit? I think there's a chance it happens, but... I'm not so either way, I guess it's a good problem to have. I would probably lean in that direction. You do miss Trocek's face-off prowess. I mean, obviously Zabanajak can take face-offs and do a decent enough job, but Trocek, there is a there is a role there that you know that I think and, and his right-handed shot, I think, in the bumper position made some sense, but I do think that there's benefits to getting the left-handed shot in Tarasenko on that right side. You know, for some one-time possible, for some one-time shot possibilities. So either way, a good problem to have. I'm, I'm curious to see what they do with that, though. And Tarasenko and Mikola will make their debut with the Rangers tomorrow at home against the Seattle Kraken. So that'll be exciting. As far as Mikola is concerned, now Kapo Kako has a Finnish friend. So that's nice. Mikola from Finland. I should mention with Tarasenko now. You know, more Russians in terms of Panarin. Obviously, Shesterkin. And Vitaly Kravtsov's still on this roster. Will he stay by the deadline? I don't know. I I, I kind of figured when this trade happened that there was a decent chance that Kravtsov was going to go the other way. He did not. But anyway, Mikola, like I said, carries that 1.9 cap hit. He is a legitimate third-pair defenseman. He's a, you know, and, and what should be an upgrade over Ben Harper. Mikola this year in 50 games played only three, no goals, three assists. He is a, like I said, not an offensive defenseman at all, but a plus two on a team that... And it kind of reminds me of what we saw last year with Justin Braun when they acquired him from the Flyers, where he was somehow a plus player on a team that was just very much minus. So I don't know what that means, but it's not a bad thing. That's for sure. But, you know, it's maybe you take it with a little grain of salt. But Mikula, he's played 139 games as a St. Louis Blue. Again, like Tarasenko, drafted by the Blues for Mikula in 2015. He was a fifth-round pick. And last year played in all 12 of the playoff games for the Blues. 
And the year before that, I think uh, that was a four-game sweep, I believe, by Colorado. So, and so he's basically played 100% of the, of the playoff games for St. Louis. So this is a le- legitimate third-pair guy. This is not like a healthy scratch. He has played, and he'll be locked into that spot with Braden Schneider. Look, we'll, we'll see how he does. Mixed reviews, mostly positive, I would say, considering like he is a key piece in this deal. And, and it makes trading that first-round pick – Trading that first from big away, it makes it a little bit easier to take when Nikola's in the trade, not just Tarasenko. Like, this is a legitimate player that the, the Rangers hope can help. What this means on the defense. Now, Mikola, I think that they'll try to get him some penalty killing time. I don't know how much regular time he'll get, but I'm sure that he'll fit in there to some degree. And now, that moves Ben Harper to the seventh spot, you know, as... The seventh defenseman, which is so much more where he belongs. Harper, he was playing over his head. I, I think he's a fine depth defenseman, but Mikola's better. And then what also happened is finally, Libor Hayek was placed on waivers today. So either he'll be claimed by another team or hold clear and he'll be sent down. So they were holding off on that for the longest time. But now Libor Hayek's days as a Ranger likely basically numbered. Uh, and so... That that trade, the the McDonough Miller trade, which was bad, a really bad trade. The Tampa Bay trade is, is is basically all but finished. Uh, Libor Hayek, he probably won't play another game as a Ranger, and if he does, it'll be fairly insignificant. So Mikola, it, it's it's an improvement. I have to be honest, I don't know a whole lot about a whole uh, bunch about him, but he is big, six four, two oh nine, and I know that Gallant. And probably Jury likes to have that size in the back end, and that's you know useful come playoff time. Seems like he does have decent mobility for someone of that size. You know, not really the best puck moving defenseman, but I don't think he's you know someone that's going to totally hurt you in that regard. You know, seems to be responsible in the defensive zone. Has long re- you know good reach like a Keandre Miller, like we've seen maybe in the past with a Mark Stahl. Good with his stick, and so he is someone that cannot be forgotten about in this trade. He he is someone that will be in this lineup regularly. So Tarasenko and Mikola to the Rangers. Now going to St. Louis, the, the Sammy Blay experience was, you know, it, it just, it didn't work out. Didn't work out. And, and that Buchnevich trade was bad. Like if you, if you look at the Buchnevich trade, that makes this, all this hurt a little bit more. Like you have to separate those two. This trade is different than the Buchnevich trade, but it has a lot of, you know, correlation considering the fact that Blay literally is in this deal going back to St. Louis, and in 44, I thought it was more than that, but I guess in 44 games as a Ranger, no goals for Sammy Blay, which is hard to do. He scored in the preseason, like last season. He had four goals with the Hartford Wolfpack this year, but just never scored a goal, and he was never the same after the P.K. Subban uh, slew foot last year, where major knee surgery and... Whereas last year in those 14 games, he looked pretty good. He he looked – he was showing some skill. He was physical this year, just no speed at all, like really just a damaged player. But who knows? Maybe him going back to St. Louis, a place where he had success, a place where you know he was part of a Stanley Cup winning team, he'll probably feel a lot more comfortable there. So it, it kind of makes sense that Blay returns to the St. Louis Blues. You know, wish him well. He, you know – he tried his best, but it, it did not work out with the Rangers. And so, 
Um, he goes to St. Louis. Hunter Skinner, who the Rangers drafted in 2019, a fourth-round pick, uh, he'll head to the Blues and, you know, really hasn't done a whole lot. He's bounced between Hartford and, and Jacksonville, which is the ECHL team. And, you know, so I, I don't think there's really huge high hopes. Like, from a Rangers perspective, I don't think you really – I don't think there'll be any regret as far as trading him away. But, you know, uh, maybe he'll be something for the St. Louis Blues. And then you get that first-round pick this year, which you kind of figured the Rangers had two of them. They were probably going to trade one of them away. You just – you figured that might happen. And, you know, I think that getting that first in the Nils Lundqvist trade with Dallas was a good get. And now either the you know it, ideally the Rangers ideally what happens is the Rangers do well it's the Rangers pick that gets traded away and Dallas you know doesn't it already looks like in a weak Western Conference that pick is going to be on the later end so hopefully some of that Dallas pick in a best case scenario can maybe end up in like the mid twenties that could happen right or maybe the Dallas Stars pick ends up at 24 25 and you keep that pick and you trade away the Ranger pick that ends up you know being somewhere in the 29 to 32 range if the Rangers can reach the conference finals you're gonna sound like that so it's a it's either way you look at it it's gonna be a late first round pick and then in 2024 it's a fourth round pick now it becomes a third round pick if the Rangers make the playoffs which we would expect to happen so you know not insignificant, but not anything too crucial either. And it's in 2024, not in this coming 2023 draft. So again, Rangers acquire Vlad Tarasenko and Nico Mikola. It's going to be fun to see Tarasenko in a Ranger uniform. He's a, he's a big name. He is. He's been around for a while. He's got cup experience. He can score goals. He's definitely what the Rangers need. You know, it comes at a price in terms of draft capital. It does. But you also get Nico Mikola and these players. Look, will they be back next season? You never know. I guess anything's possible. That was the key. The Rangers, the last two seasons, really, they've been in positions where there's a lot of money locked up in future years. And so they kind of have to kind of continually make these deals at the deadline where all those guys they got last year, Andrew Kopp, Frank Petrano. Uh, Tyler Mott, Justin Braun, none of them were back. They were all deadline acquisitions that were gone. Speaking of Tyler Mott, he's someone that maybe could return by the end of this deadline. Because the Rangers, the one thing that the Rangers still need, that fourth line, and the Rangers did send down Will Cooley today, that fourth line definitely does need some tweak, some tweaking. But the good thing is now you have Jimmy Vesey or Barkley Goodrow, if healthy, on that fourth line, which is great. So that's like one of those players is definitely a good piece of that fourth line. You know, I, I Julian Goche, I'm okay with that if that's the direction it ends up going in. I don't like Jake LeCision. And so with that, it kind of has to be Goodrow at center unless they somehow acquire a fourth liner that can center. But I think this is the big move. This is the big move by Chris Drury. There'll be some more to come, I think. And again, it's not until, you know, it's still a ways away. He made this deal maybe three weeks until the trade deadline. But I'm excited to see the new acquisitions again. Vlad Tarasenko, Nico Mikola traded from the St. Louis Blues to the New York Rangers.